Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Belly Up Fantasy Live Week 16. Got a little bit different look here. We got Billy, Kevin, who we tried to have on before, finally got him on the show. We're happy to have him. Uh, And myself, Tom, uh, unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, couldn't have our boys Ryan uh, and, of course, your usual host, fantastic Chris Pinto on here with us. Um, But we're going to keep it rolling here. Uh, This is Belly Up Fantasy Live. Here we go. It is giveaway day. It is championship week. It's a big week here at Belly Up Fantasy Live. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm doing Glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, man. We're happy to be here. Like we said, a little bit different crew today. Missing a couple guys. Brought in you know, one of our great writers, Kevin. Uh, he's been with Belly Play up for a little while here, putting down some awesome content for us. Uh, so with that being said, we do have uh, our final wrap of the year, thanks to our very own Ryan Hicks. He couldn't be here today, but uh, we're still going to roll with it. Right, Billy? Yeah, we'll make it happen. I'll uh, get us started. Ryan wrote us some awesome lyrics for Championship Week here. So uh, here's our here's our intro. I'll get us kicked off here. Time to rap on these intro raps. I'll let my rhymes and lyrics nap. And before you talk smack or talk your crap, realize they can be brought back in a snap. While this has been fun, I don't want to get stale, so I'm burying these words with a shovel and a pail. When our takes hit hard like a hammer and nail, we've got enough flow already like a boat with a sail. But fear not, dear listeners, for the show will still play, even though tonight Ryan and Chris are away. Tom and myself are here to brighten your day, and with football knowledge, we won't lead you astray. Plus, we got Kevin bringing good news and cheer for all of you good boys and girls to hear. If you listen to us, you have nothing to fear because fantasy championships are why we are here. So leave us some cookies and milk if you can, and we'll leave you presents from Fantasyland. Three touchdown RBs and more fantasy points than your opponent who will be feel the back of our hand. Because we're fantasy pimps and the dopest there are, so listen at work or listen in the car. Listen here or there. Listen close or far. Listen with a drink or maybe a cigar. You're in the right place. This much is so true. And if you aren't listening, then you haven't a clue about what this podcast is here to do. 
Spread joy and good tidings and fantasy for you. So as I sign off, let me add one more thing. We cherish your time and feedback that you all bring to the chat and our lives. You guys make us feel like kings. So in return, we're here to help you win your fantasy rings. All right, championship week, guys. Let's go. That's awesome. I think we lost Tom here. Uh, I'll go ahead with the Manscape read. Uh, Number one biggest uh, supporter, Manscaped. Supporting our Belly Up Fantasy Live come from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. So I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Tis the season to get Manscaped yourself, your dad, your brother, friends, the best of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Uh, 20% off, free shipping with the code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. So thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, pick that up for your, uh, your friends and family this holiday season. As we get a little tight, and need a last-second gift. Uh, not a bad option. Yeah, man. So, Billy, I appreciate you going through that read. Sorry, my internet decided it wanted to kick yeah. for a moment. So, all right. Looked over and I saw you sitting there frozen. So I thought, well, give Tom a minute here. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it works. But big thing here, Belly Up, uh, Belly Up Fantasy Live, our biggest sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, they've been with us pretty much this whole season. We're very thankful to have them. Uh, and the good news is, later in today's show, one of the big giveaways is the Lawnmower 3.0. So make sure you guys are here for the show. Um, in order to be entered for the giveaways, uh, it's going to be three things. We're going to need you to, number one, follow us either on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, number two is make sure you're listening live in the chat. You have to be here to win. Uh, and number three is going to be you're going to want to comment two people that don't follow Be- uh, Belly Up Fantasy already. Um, tag them in the live chat here, um, and that's your entry to win either the Lawnmower 3.0 uh, some Hoff and Pepper Hoff sauce, or a Kong beer bong. So make sure you guys enter here, and uh, let's get into the first game, boys. So first game we got this week is the Vikings 6-8 and eight going into New Orleans playing the Saints. Uh, Saints are 10-4. First Christmas Day game, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Should be an interesting one. Um, I mean, Drew Brees back last week. Looking a little rough as he started the game, but then kind of came into his own late, kind of pulled some Drew Brees things together. Um, but obviously the Vikings, you know, Dalvin Cook has been the story all year long. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I mean, New Orleans defense is the toughest against the run, allowing the least points to running backs. Uh, so, I mean, Dalvin Cook, if you're in your championship league, yes, you're going to want to start him, but it's it's not going to be the best matchup of the year. This is of all the weeks that you could have Dalvin Cook for, this is probably the worst one to have it, uh, unfortunately. Uh, on the other hand, though, looking at you know New Orleans, I mean, Minnesota has a tough defense as well, but the one thing they do give up is against receivers. They allow the third most points to receivers. Uh, so I am starting up any you know New Orleans receiver I have, Michael Thomas, um, you know any of the guys out there. Um, I think that they're going to have a solid game. Drew Brees could get picked off once or twice. So, uh, you know, we are seeing some pretty decent defense against the cornerbacks from Minnesota, buying the 20th most points. So uh, what are you guys thinking here? 
I've had to had to leave myself on mute in honor of uh, Christmas in this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> These teams allow the eighth and ninth fewest points to quarterbacks, and uh, you know the Saints have allowed the second fewest points to running backs, as you alluded to, Tom. Uh, but they can be beat by the receivers, uh, Minnesota anyway. And, you know, sixth and seventh fewest points to tight end. So this is actually a couple pretty good defenses facing off, as we already knew about the Saints. But the Vikings you don't really consider uh, in the upper echelon of defenses. But they're actually pretty tough across the board, right in the middle of the league everywhere. So they're not really getting beat up anywhere too terribly bad. For the Saints with me, with no Michael Thomas, uh, Alvin Kamara, the running back two overall in the belly up bowl, and Emmanuel Sanders are really the only Saints I'm too excited to plug in. Uh, even Drew Brees not being healthy, I'm not that excited if I want if I have to lean on him, especially in the championship week. You know, as we saw, he's kind of struggled with with getting a real rip on the ball. Velocity was an issue, and getting it downfield against the Chiefs, uh, you know, he just didn't do it a lot. So uh, Kamara will definitely play in there. Emmanuel Sanders, he's a playmaker, big game Bob. I like him in any any big instance in a Christmas Day game. I think he might have something in store for you. On the other side, you're starting Thielen, you're starting Justin Jefferson. And, of course, Dalvin Cook, the running back, one in the belly-up bowl. But, I mean, tough stretch lately. We've had a couple matchups with Chicago and now the Saints for Dalvin Cook. Uh, he keeps producing, but definitely one of those weeks where you might temper your expectations just a little bit and expect a little bit lower floor than you typically would with Dalvin Cook. What do you got, Kevin? Well, I'm with you on Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's, he's the MVP of football so far. And so if you got him, you start him. That's all of that. Not too big on Drew Brees coming into this game. And uh, Alvin Kamara, if you got him, starting him as well. You mentioned Neil Sanders, who high him. He's, what, second wider with Michael Thomas out. I guess he'll, he'll get it, but I'm not too with him as well. Uh, Justin Jefferson, he's except for Herbert, he's my rookie of the year in fantasy football. So I have him. I'm starting him. You know, I'm sorry it's going up against New Orleans, but that's the way it is. So I'm starting him. Thielen, I think Justin Jefferson is getting Thielen's, you know, targets for the most part. If you got him, you probably have to start him. But I'm much higher on Justin Jefferson than Thielen going in this game. And uh, if the over-under is 51, I got to go on on that and uh what do you think though yeah i definitely don't think that you're wrong with the over under uh you know could could very possibly go under especially with a banged up drew Brees. um but i think that takes us into the next game here right kev that's absolutely right and the next game is buccaneers at lions and um the thing you got Leonard Fournette. Now, who would have thought that you'd be starting this guy in championship week? But here he is. I had him last week. I started him, and it, it looked good. So I'm rolling with him again. And uh, as far as Detroit, come on. Who are we starting over there except for Hawkinson? And uh, come on. They're running back. You're leaving them in. And... Uh, if you got any pass catchers for Tampa Bay and, of course, Brady, you're starting them. Detroit's defense is terrible. They're awful. And that's where I'm going to go. I don't have any, uh, unfortunately, I don't have any Tampa Bay receivers on any of my fantasy teams. So, you know, that's too bad for me. But uh, 
that's the way I'm going to go with that one. And uh, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think you're right. The Lions offense obviously banged up. Uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson's been playing out of his mind this year, so I am in on him. Um, DeAndre Swift is an interesting one. Uh, you know, obviously had the concussion earlier this year. So once he came back, Adrian Peterson was saying he wasn't the same guy, which we talked about. That's a scary thing to hear uh, about anybody. But, uh, you know, it seems like he started to come back a little bit from that, started to normalize. Um, still a tough play against Tampa. You know, their defense is pretty strong. Uh, you know, second fewest points allowed to running back. So uh, I would, you know, be hesitant to put in Swift, even with him being as strong as he is. Um, you know, as far as Tampa Bay goes, uh, Leonard Fournette, you, like you said, Kev, I would have never anticipated, you know, going into the season, I would have never said, yeah, championship week, yeah. Leonard Fournette, fire him up. Um, you know, especially because you wouldn't have thought he was going to be in Tampa Bay, you know, going into the season. Uh, but with that being said, Detroit does allow the most points to running backs. Uh, so definitely firing up uh, Fournette. They also allow the fourth most to quarterbacks and receivers. Uh, so big on, you know, any of the pass catchers in uh, Tampa, as well as as much as I hate to say it, Tom Brady, going to have a big game. Um, the one thing I'm, I'm a little hesitant with Tampa is uh, the tight ends. Haven't been huge on Gronk this year. He's He's done a little bit better than I anticipated, but still not great. Uh, but with that being said, Detroit, the one thing they do well is match up against the tight ends. Billy? Yeah, they definitely do. They've been the, among the toughest in the tight end position all season long. Uh, but on the opposite side of the coin, the Bucks are along the third most points in tight end over the last month. I'm starting the NFC starting Pro Bowl Iowa Hawkeye tight end, uh, TJ Hawkinson. And I'm excited about it. He's a tight end four in the belly up bowl. I mean, this guy's got, uh, you know, 60 receptions this year, and, and they're just looking for him. You know, he's been the real mainstay of the passing game for the Lions, and that's probably the only Lion I'm really too excited about. I know Chris wanted to hear about DeAndre Swift. Not a good matchup for him. The Bucks have only allowed uh, one touchdown to running backs over the last month, and none of those are through the air, which is where we've seen DeAndre Swift do a majority of his damage, especially in the red zone. The Bucks, like you guys said, Fournette in the championship week, uh, scares the bejesus out of me. Uh, I ended up sitting him last week over Sony Michelle and uh, the Ryder Bowl semis. Worked out for me, thank God. But uh, you know those those short, uh, intermediate, you know five goal line five yard downs with Tom Brady. He finds a way to just get these guys uh, into position. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Chris. I'm not not uh, real high on Swift for you this week. Unfortunately, I hope he plays well. However, the numbers just don't lead you to believe so. Uh, but I'm playing Fournette. Brady, all pass catchers. The Lions allow the most points to quarterbacks and, and you know, second most to wide receivers over the last four weeks. So I feel like Brady's probably going to have a field day. They've, they've got something to play for. They're really trying to sneak into the playoffs here and make sure that they get a spot. And they've been reeling as of late. So the Lions kind of come at a real good time for the Bucks to pick on them. And if you've got Buccaneers, they come at a great time for you if you're playing for your fantasy championship here this week. Uh, you guys got anything else here? No, I think we're good to move into the next uh, next matchup. All right, we got the 49ers at five and nine visiting the Cardinals at eight and six. Uh, Cardinals come into the day a five point favorite over under a 48 and a half. It feels like a funny number to me. I'm actually going to go with the under uh, just looking at the numbers, but uh, no Mostert for me. Which running back? You know, you know, is it uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. McKinnon and Coleman still kind of lingering? But their roles, you know, are really unpredictable uh, from week to week. So. 
really want to avoid that situation. Jimmy Garoppolo may be returning. Kittle may be returning. Uh, so I just I'm not really sure how I feel about that. The 49ers de- defense can be had by wide receivers a bit. Kyler and D Hop are must starts, of course. Kenny Drake might be worth a play here. He has he's had some relatively good games, even though he maybe uh, you know might have hampered you last week in the semis. Uh, I like the cards and under, and you know a little sneaky pick here. I think Christian Kirk could have a game as a third wheel in that passing offense. What do you think, Kev? Well, I drafted uh, Drake this year, and, and it hasn't worked out as well as you would have thought it would going into the season. So I'm a little hesitant on starting him against that 49er defense. And uh, I believe you're absolutely correct on uh, the wide receivers, maybe even Christian Kirk. I'm not big on him either, but start him if you got him. And uh, as far as the 49ers, what a mess that whole thing has been all season long. And uh, I'd like to really support Wilson because, you know, obviously Wilson, but I just can't get myself to do that. Um, There's just, there's their whole team has been decimated. Kittle might come back, like you said, but as far as I could see there, you'd think their offense wouldn't be that good, but then they put over 30 against this this past week. So I'm really not that big on, but I guess I'm going to have to go with the over on this. And um, that's pretty much it on that one. What do you got, Tom? Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be kind of a weird one. Um, Both defenses are pretty solid, but uh, I mean, the Cardinals offense is obviously pretty high powered. Obviously, you know, New Hopkins, Kyler, um, like we said, even Christian Kirk in last week against the Eagles, unfortunately, we saw, uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald citing the man's playing like he's 25 again. Uh, but what is he, 37? Yes, yeah, I mean, it's, it is. Uh, what's that? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I think that going into this week, um, I am still in on uh, obviously Kyler Murray. I don't think that you can bench him. Um, Scott asked Kenyon Drake. No. Uh, I'm not big on him in this matchup personally. I don't think it's the worst play you could have, but um, I don't necessarily trust him as I think that they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, uh, at least you know to try and get ahead in this game. Um, San Francisco is not going to make it easy on him, whether it's Nick Mullins or you know C.J. Beathard in there at quarterback. Um, actually, Nick Mullins, I believe, is is out this week. So you know C.J. Beathard going in at quarterback. He hasn't played badly in the time that he's been in. So. I think he'll he'll keep the 49ers in this game. We'll see some passing out of Arizona, and uh, it'll stay interesting. Um, but what I will say is Kenyon Drake I don't think is going to thrive, unlike one of our best sponsors, right? You guys knew who I'm talking about? Thrive right. Fantasy. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Make sure you guys come hashtag prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Uh, use the com- uh, promo code BELLYUP when you sign up today, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So sign up, uh, download the Thrive Fantasy app today, and like we said, make sure you use that promo code BELLYUP. Um, but that takes us into the next game of the week here. Uh, we have the 9-5 and five Dolphins going into uh, the Black Hole 
uh, the Death Star, Las Vegas Raiders, seven and seven. <laughs> kind of an interesting one here. The Dolphins, I mean, turned into a lockdown defense this year. Xavier Howard, probably the best cornerback in the league. Um, Derek Carr, he's had bad games and he's had good games. Kind of that seven and seven record is pretty telling of it. It's one or the other for him. He's either great or pretty bad. Um, you know, personally, I am fading just about everybody on the Raiders. This Dolphins defense will lock them down. Um, even Josh Jacobs, I think, is going to have a tough game, uh, you know, against uh, Miami here. Miami allowing the 26th, you know, most points to quarterbacks, 23rd to running backs, um, and really locking down tight ends, 28th most. So even Darren Waller, somebody that we thought was pretty matchup proof throughout the year, probably going to be one of his worst matchups. And the unfortunate thing, and this is kind of a trend that I've been seeing this week, is a lot of those top guys that you want to use, the Dalvin Cooks, the Darren Wallers, Josh Jacobs, are up against really tough matchups in championship week. Uh, I think that we're going to see a lot of people that you have to rely on guys that you might not have anticipated being your starters uh, this late in the season. Um, But on the Dolphins, Tua, I'm still not sold. I don't know about you guys. Um, even against Las Vegas, uh, you know, they do allow the ninth most points to quarterbacks, but I am bigger on the running back. Um, I do think, uh, from what I'm hearing at least, we are going to see um, Miles Gaskin back from the COVID list this week. Uh, so I would fire him up against this uh, offense. Excuse me, against this defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I really like Miles Gaskin. This guy just produces, and his passing game works incredible. And as Tua progresses, you know, I expect Gaskin to kind of come along with him. Now, the Dolphins' defense, even though they've kind of evened out lately, uh, you know, from being the lockdown at the top of a lot of statistical categories, I just don't like this matchup for the Raiders. I mean, they have no deep threat. Uh, we haven't seen Henry Ruggs in a couple of weeks with COVID. Is he going to be available? Titans really locked down uh, tight end. So Waller, this isn't a, this is kind of like a Dalvin Cook situation. You have to start him, but it's not the best matchup for you in this scenario for you. Um, the Raiders have allowed the most tight ends to wide receivers over the last four. Uh, so I'm playing everybody I can uh, on the Dolphins' side of the ball, and I'm really hoping that Mike Gusecki plays because I need him in a spot or two, and, and I think he could really torch uh, this Raiders' defense. So uh, for me, I'm going to take Dolphins. I think they're two in the game rolls, and I'll, and I'll take the over. I think that uh, Mariota might have some of a sleep if he plays. Derek Carr kind of on the fence of which, which one of those guys is going to be out there, but uh, I, I don't think it changes a whole lot as far as uh, how this Miami team rolls. They're looking to be in the playoffs, and uh, they're kind of warming up here. So I think the Dolphins are legit. I like them over the Raiders, and I don't think it'll be much of a ball game. Yeah, Billy, I have to agree with Brent. Uh, you're watching. I know you're Raiders, but uh, sorry to break it down to you. in this game, and uh, – What's behind door number one? Is it gas? Because Ahmed ran over New England last week. So even if Gaskin does play, I think Ahmed is also someone you might want to consider putting in, in there as well. And uh, I'm with on Tua. You know, he, he's a great story, but as far as fans, you know, in the championship week, not seeing it. And uh, I keep hearing us talk about let's uh, start Mariota. Let's just see that right here. He, he's not a player you're going to – in your championship week. He might have a good game about it. It's the Dolphins. they got a lockdown defense. 
So I'm not going to go with that. I don't want to hear that kind of nonsense. And uh, as far as anyone else on the Raiders, if you got Waller, you got to play him. Because tight end is a wasteland right now. Who else are you going to put in there? I don't know. Uh, so that's the way I think that one's going to go. And uh, I think the Raiders, they're just cratering right now. I, let, let, let's just put them out of their misery and let's move on. I agree. Uh, and I believe that that takes us to uh, another matchup of a team that we probably should put them out of their misery. Kev, what do you got on this one? Well, if you get fear, anybody you got on the Browns, start. Uh, Falcons and Chiefs for you, man. I'm so, if, if, all right. Um, if, if, if you got Baker Mayfield, which I recommended pick up the waiver wire, if you got no one else, he, he's a viable play for me this week. And, of course, anyone else that you have on the Browns offense, uh, Chubb, Hunt, we could go on and on, Landry, start him. And if you're talking about the Jets, let's not, because there's nobody over there that's worth starting at all. So, like you said, put them out of their misery, and that's pretty much all you can say about the Jets. What do you think? Billy? Yeah, I mean, Browns-Jets is an ugly matchup. I think it's one that I'm still not touching the Jets. Even after Wayne last week, I'm good. I have a feeling it's going to be a one in fifteen since they're not going to be zero in sixteen, or excuse me, one fifteen instead of zero in sixteen. Um, but the Browns, uh, on the other hand, uh, I will say the Jets' defense not the worst in the league. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over fifty years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things: customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Not the best either. Um, they shut down the run pretty well. So I'll be at Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, some of the best guys in the league. You're going to start them, no question. Um, but I do think that in this matchup, uh, Baker could have a pretty solid game. Jets giving up the third most points. Um, and then, you know, at receiver, they're giving up the ninth most. So you could see, uh, you know, Jarvis Landry sighting, um, you know, any of these guys really, um, you know, in Cleveland whether it's Rashad Higgins maybe even, um, or at tight end, Austin Hooper, uh, you, know, you could see a big weekend out of. Um, one guy that I am a little curious to see is, do we see Donovan Peoples-Jones kind of come out of, you know, come into his own? We've seen little glimmers here and there. This could be that week where late in the season, they kind of give him some reps over some of the guys that 
yeah, they might want to rest up. Ten and four, they're likely into the playoffs at this point, at least as a wild card. Um, though it might not be this week that they try and give the rest, just as uh, you know, the Steelers are starting to lose, and you want that uh, that home game. Yeah, the Jets are the only team that can screw themselves by winning a game. So you know, essentially losing out on the the prospect of taking Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the draft. Uh, but uh, you know, not a bad consolation prize. The kid at Ohio State, Justin Fields, he's a he's a hell of a player as well. So they'll be all right. Um, I do like Jameson Crowder in this one if he's able to go. I, I really like him when um, Sam Darnold is under center. He gets a lot of targets, kind of that Jarvis Landry role back in the Miami offense with uh, our beloved Adam Gase. The Jets are allowing the second-fewest points to running backs over the last month. Like you alluded to, Tom, they are a little bit better against the running back position than you think. I mean, if you have Chubb, you have to start him, obviously. But Kareem Hunt is a guy that I might consider my options uh, if I'm not leaning on him as one of my top two, maybe three RBs. If, it, if it's a flex consideration situation, I may look and see what other options I have just because the Jets are so tough uh, against the running back position. Baker Mayfield, I love him in this matchup. Uh, he's worth a start. He's 974 yards, eight touchdowns, and one interception over his last three. Definitely a hot hand play with him. I really thought last week he would kind of come back down to earth, uh, but it was kind of a heat check week, and, and he checked out. So I, I'm starting to believe in this Stefanski offense with this Browns uh, Browns team. I mean, they, they're playing good football, and I think they're going to be a pretty tough out come playoff time. I think they're just kind of heating up and getting going right now and finding some wrinkles in an offense. I really like the Browns and over uh, in this game uh, leading into Week 17. I'll bring us to the next game. It's kind of a more fun one. Uh, Falcons 4-10 and 10, coming to Kansas City with 13-1 Chiefs, 10.5-point favorites with the over-under of 54. I actually like the Falcons with the points. 10.5 just seems like a lot. The Chiefs Chiefs are kind of like the Patriots, uh, you know, several years ago when they were drubbing everybody. Towards the end of the year, the, the scores kind of closed in on them a little bit as, as teams see a little bit of a way to attack them as we go. But I don't think they get the win. I think the Chiefs – Move on, 14-1, and one, lock up down seed for sure. But can we get to the please? I drafted this against my better, and it just, it just hurts. But when he plays, he's great. I love the guy, but I, I need him this week. you know. And I'm interested to see how Le'Veon Bell handles the full workload with Clyde Edwards-Alaire leaving the game last week with two lower leg injuries. I uh, won't see him until playoff time at the earliest, hopefully. Uh, and let's keep an eye on McCole Hardman. The guy had nine targets last week. He was getting deep a lot, and Mahomes just was getting a little bit too pressured to really give him a good look. But last several weeks, they've been doing a lot of that, a lot more deep shots than McCole Hardman, especially with Tyreek Hill, Nurse, and the hammy, and, and Travis Kelsey. He's going to get his. He'll be the tight end one on the week. Uh, I mean, this Chiefs offense is just incredible. But the Chiefs defense is actually a little bit tougher against wide receivers than you think. Uh, so no Julio. I might temper a little bit on, on Ridley. He's going to get the targets. You have to play him, yes. But we all know Ridley's best days uh, are when Julio's on the other side dictating some coverage. What do you got, Kev? Well, as far as the Falcons concerned, let's say, I've been hearing about the fire up you don't think. And uh, you don't have anything to find out. But uh, it Might have lost Kev here. 
Yeah, I think it might have lost him there. Looks like it broke up for a moment. Well, real quick, we'll come back if we're able to pick him up here in a second. But, uh, I mean, as far as the, you know, Chiefs go, uh, obviously you do have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire doubtful right now. Unfortunate, he's been having a very solid rookie season. Um, yeah, one of the things that I would say is a lot of people drafted him first round. I still, even at this point in the year, unless it was a dynasty league, I don't see that value in him. Um, been a great year for him, don't get me wrong, but not a first round uh, you know, pick. Uh, on the other side, you know, taking a look at, you know, passing there, Tyreek Hill, questionable, could be a little interesting. You know, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, they obviously still have options if, if Tyreek is out, like you said, Billy. Um, I'm not that worried about Mahomes getting his in this. He's going to score. He's going to get points. Um, and then uh, for Atlanta, I mean, Todd Gurley, Ido Smith, we've seen Ido Smith getting a lot more touches than Gurley, uh, or not maybe not more, but a lot more compared to Gurley um, you know, over the last few weeks. Um, Ido Smith could be a, a possible option, except for the fact that the Falcons might drop down early this week uh, and they're not going to hand it off too much. But if they're able to keep it close, he could be a, a good option for you. At receiver, uh, like you said, with Julio questionable, if he's out, Calvin Ridley could struggle a bit. He reminds me a lot of Juju in that sense that when he has that number one guy, that Antonio Brown, that Julio Jones as a number one opposite him, he has a big game. Um, but, you know, when there's nobody else there, he, he tends to maybe not have a bad game, but you look at Juju hasn't had a hundred yard season or excuse me, a hundred yard game this entire year um, and hasn't really had any significant production uh, you know, number one production since Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh. So similar situation, I think. My biggest surprise there is Russell Gage. Um, I mean, this is a guy that came into the league. He's a special teams ace. That was really it. And he's turned into one of the premier slot receivers in the league. Um, I mean, big surprise. If you're able to get him this year, you got him cheap most likely and has been a massive surprise for you. So um, definitely, uh, you know, a big one there. Kev, you back? Back uh, with full connection here. Uh, are you can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Am I here? Am I present? Yep. yep. Perfect. Okay. You go so, yeah. really quick, uh, yeah. up me and the cat. Right over. So we're here. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hey, I think that one of my biggest takes out of this one, I could see uh, if Julio is out. Russell Gage going for a hundred and a touchdown pretty easily in this. What do you guys think? Pretty spicy. That is pretty spicy, but it's not quite as spicy as our next uh, next spicy. topic here, yeah. which is Hoff and Pepper. Now, Hoff and Pepper is handcrafted with farm fresh jalapenos and habaneros. Hoff's original Hoff sauce has gone on to win numerous awards and gain international recognition. And Hoff and Pepper always strives to create sauces and seasonings that enhance flavors with balanced heat profiles. Every one of their handmade products is manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and is naturally vegan and gluten-free. So make sure you guys use code BELLYUP to get 10% off of your order at hoffandpepper.com today. Uh, and specifically, we are doing uh, a little giveaway here, Hoff and Pepper, part of the giveaway. Uh, we're giving away a four-pack uh, of mini flasks, uh, different hot sauce from them, a little gift box. 
Uh, and since we've only had one person enter so far, so he, you guys made it real easy on this first giveaway. So Scott Davis is going to be the winner of our first giveaway, which is the Hoff and Pepper four pack uh, gift box. So Scott Davis, uh, reach out either on Facebook or Twitter uh, to Belly Up Fantasy Live. Uh, shoot us your info. We'll get that shipped off for you. Uh, so congrats, Scott Davis. I hope you like it spicy like Hoff and Pepper. But uh, I believe that that brings us into the next game, boys. Uh, so we have the Colts 10-4 and four going into Pittsburgh. The Steelers 11-3. and three. Um, Now, this is going to be an interesting one, right? The Steelers lost, you know, three games here recently. Um, like we said, Juju doesn't have a 100-yard game this season. Not looking that great. He isn't going to be dancing on the logos anymore. He's going to, you know, grow up for his team, I guess. So uh, what I will say is uh, I – I'm still not big on Juju, especially against this Colts defense. We've talked about it once. We'll talk about it a million times. Colts defense this year is one of the top defenses in the league against the pass, the run, whatever you want. Uh, I mean, they're allowing you know the 24th most points to quarterbacks, 21st to running backs, 19th to receivers, 29th to tight ends. It isn't quite as uh, you know top level as of late, but they are still a top tier defense and one of the most balanced defenses in the league they don't really have one weakness um so i am a little bit uh hesitant to start many Steelers this week um big ben i am fading i have not liked what i've seen from him as of late last week we had a lot of people calling for mason rudolph uh you know that's just not good um on the other side i will say with indy um same situation philip rivers he's played much better than ben roethlisberger the last uh you know two three weeks um, but he's also banged up. He's questionable going into this week. So I don't know if I necessarily trust him. Um, yeah, and he hasn't really sling the ball great. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, I do think, and sadly, Chris Pinto is not here to talk about him, but Jonathan Taylor, touchdown, uh, I think could have a solid week, uh, even against this Pittsburgh defense. Um, Jonathan Taylor, touchdown, going to get touches, um, along with um, I think Michael Pittman Jr. might have a little bit of a breakout week. That rookie's been trying to make some plays all year. We've seen little glimpses, uh, you know, kind of random weeks. Uh, I've been kind of waiting to see him have one breakout game uh, where he gets a lot of touches and, you know, is able to uh, kind of show what he has coming out of college here. Um, and, yes, Kai, we are talking about TikTok sensation Juju Smith-Schuster, who has more videos on TikTok than he has receiving yards in a single game this year. Fun <laughs> fact of the day. Billy, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, if you, if coming into this season, if you would have told me that the Colts would be uh, ten and four and really getting it together on the defensive side of the ball, now I probably would have laughed at you. Even being a Colts fan, I'm a little surprised by that. Pleasantly, I just don't see Pittsburgh getting it together to beat this Colts team. The way that they're playing football is just how you win games late in the season. Good running game, good defense, and and a sufficient passing game to make defenses play you a little bit off. Uh, uh, honest. So I just don't see them getting it together to beat these guys. Uh, JTT really coming along. T.Y. Hilton's finally clicking with Rivers. Um, I think that does kind of bode well for your uh, Michael Pittman Jr. I mean, if, if you had a guy that you had to worry about, it's not Pittman. It's, it's definitely going to be Hilton, especially with the production as of late. Almost had a touchdown again last week. Scored several times the last handful of weeks. Uh, you, you know, he's going to get some attention from the Steelers secondary. If you watch the the, the Steelers-Cincinnati game, Big Ben just looked bad. He was missing throws that he routinely has made 
over the years, and he's got a lot of talent around him. Uh, so I'm just, you can't play him in this one. Uh, actually, no Steelers for me uh, this week against the Colts. The Colts are very tough against wide receivers, and Indy has the number five ranked run defense. So uh, I am interested to see what Jonathan Taylor can do. I'm starting him in a championship week this week. I love the guy. I love what he's doing. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to keep riding him. Uh, glad we stuck with him all year, touting him. And if you've been listening to us, he's on your bench somewhere and, and ready to get plugged in, and hopefully he can help you win this league. We told you about a month ago this guy could be a league winner. Him, J.K., these guys are coming around just in time if you were able to stash them somewhere on your bench until they got into that role. What do you got for us, Kev? Oh, I've got uh, Deontay Johnson and Chase Campbell on uh, two of my fantasy teams, and I really want to start them. They have – the whole Steelers have just come, come unglued. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the U.K. for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. So I'm with you, Billy. I don't think that uh, if you've got other options, you got to look at other things to do besides star Steelers in this game. And uh, I'm really uh, glad or happy about what Hilton done because uh, I wrote about him a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'm glad to see people pick him up. And uh, against the Steelers, that's a tough start for me as well. But I think he's going to put some things together this week. And uh, Pittman, I wrote about him as well. And uh, I'll go with him, but the Steelers, once again, uh, they may be cratering, but their defense is still pretty good. And uh, anybody else on the Colts, I'm not starting them. And uh, I think that's where I'm going to stand on all that. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I think you're right. And, uh, Kev, I think that takes us into our next matchup. Uh, So what do you got on this one, Kev? All right, hey, Brian, my brother, goes out to you. He's big man. And uh, a couple of identified players as having the best schedule for fantasy playoffs. And that has certainly come to be true. And uh, Mitchell Trubisky, like I said before, who's starting Mitchell Trubisky in championship week? But if you have him, get him in the game. He's been on fire. They're going to the Jaguars. And I'm starting him and Montgomery. We had a Montgomery starting this past week, and he was running all over the place. And so I'm starting him. I'm starting uh, Mitchell Trubisky if I have him. And uh, just about anybody else you can bears on their offense. They've been known, of course, as being an offensive team. 
but they've really put it together probably more due to this than anything else but i'm starting them and as far as the jaguars the only question about them is is james robinson is he playing if he is he's pretty much been matchup proof all season long even though the bears are very strong on defense of course everybody knows that and uh it wasn't for Justin Her- herbert and uh Jason is your year. Uh, he's got to be the biggest surprise of the year because uh, who who put him on their roster at the beginning of the year? Anybody raise their hand? I didn't think so. And uh, if you picked him up off, off the waivers, you're in good shape. And so uh, we're not starting any Jaguars beside him. And uh, that's just the way that's going to be. And uh, that's what he got. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you're right uh, as far as, you know, James Robinson. He has been pretty matchup proof this year uh, when healthy, obviously. Uh, One thing I will say as far as Jacksonville is concerned, I am still an unminshu. If you listen to the show, you know I'm I'm big on him. Um, Obviously came back last week, had 226 (laughs) passing yards and two touchdowns uh, against Baltimore. Um, you know, not a brilliant game, but not a bad one either. He's a very serviceable player that, uh, you know, happy to have him in there. And, uh, you know, as a super flex or a QB two, uh, I don't think he's a bad option. Um, on the other side of the ball, Chicago, Mitch Trubisky is playing out of his mind all of a sudden. I don't know where he managed to get the talent, but he found it somewhere. Um, you know, part of it I'm thinking is that David Montgomery is also playing lights out football, uh, you know, in the backfield there. So um, I am big on David Montgomery. Allen Robinson, I'm, I mean, he's a, a must-start, I think. it's He's a top-10 receiver in the league, maybe not fantasy-wise, but ability-wise. And uh, with decent quarterback play, I think he stays up in that range when it comes to fantasy. So um, big on them. Uh, and, like I said, um, and, and actually one person I did forget on Jacksonville, DJ Chark. Uh, early this year when Minshew was playing, we saw that he was doing, he was kind of the guy that Minshew trusted. Um, I think that's the guy to, the guy to look at, you know, as far as receivers go for Jacksonville. What do you think, Billy? Yeah, I'm with you guys on most of this stuff. Uh, one, one guy I want to highlight is David Montgomery, the Iowa State cycle. And this guy's been killing it over the last several weeks. If you were able to survive the beginning season woes with him, especially where you drafted this guy, Congratulations, because this guy is balling out right now. I mean, it's six total touchdowns the last four games, 100-plus rushing yards in three of the last four, and four consecutive games with over 100 total yards and 13 receptions over that same span. I mean, that's probably uh, his career best for any one-month stretch he has. So I really like the Bears' offense in this game. I'm starting Trubisky in a league or two where I need to play two quarterbacks. I love the ground game upside. The guy scores fantasy points even when he's not playing that well. So I really like him this week. Allen Robinson's a must-start. This is a top 10 receiver, top 10 talent. And another little guy that one of our viewers brought up earlier in the year and kind of brought into all of our radars, Darnell Mooney. And he's just continued to take over that number two receiver role. More targets uh, than Anthony Miller, more catches. And, and if he wouldn't have been playing with uh, Nick Foles, who was not playing well for a part of the season, I think he'd be in a lot more fantasy teams here down the stretch. So if you need a flex guy and there's nobody you're really too excited about, and Darnell Mooney's available, throw him in there. He's got a real good shot at having a real good game. He always flirts with getting a deep touchdown, 
and he gets plenty of targets, so the volume is there. Volumes, opportunities, guys. That's the biggest part of fantasy football is you got to have an opportunity. So that's why I really like Darnell Mooney. And I'm riding him in a dynasty league uh, that I'm in the semifinals or championship round this week. Darnell Mooney playing. Uh, I've just left him in. He, he's solid every week uh, compared to some of the other guys on that level. If you can guarantee me five, eight, 12 targets sometimes, uh, I'll take that from a guy that uh, most of us have no idea where he even came from. On the other side of the ball, the, the Jaguars, it's all about James Robinson. Is he healthy or not? And I hope he is. I, I need him this week in a big league. He's been one of my horses I've been riding all year, and I just don't want to see that guy miss any time. Uh, he's putting together some really nice numbers, and I, I'd like to see him continue. And my fantasy team would too. I, I need him bad. So uh, Minshew, I think he's due for a surprise. He's got something up his sleeve uh, before the season's end. He's kind of getting, getting going here quietly under the radar, no one paying attention. Uh, and he's auditioning for Bill Belichick, in my opinion. So I think he's got something going. He's got a lot of good receivers around him. DJ Chark, that'd be the best matchup for him. Uh, he's kind of been reeling as of late down the season as well. But Colin Johnson is a Jags receiver that is getting opportunities in red zone looks. Six foot six Texas kid. He's a rookie. Uh, another guy that if you're in a real deep spot or in a real rough situation with injuries or what have you, and you need a guy, that's a guy that could catch one of these touchdowns from Minshew especially late in this game uh, if the Bears get rolling and, and they got to just put it on Minshew's shoulder to, to throw them back in this thing, um, that's a guy I'm kind of eyeballing. Uh, but I, I will take the Bears uh, in this game, minus 7.5. I think they get that done. Over under 47. I'm actually going to take the over. The Bears have been giving up a little more points lately than we're accustomed to, and I just like the Jags. I think they score points. I just I like them. All right, that brings us to our next game. This one's uh, not as exciting of a matchup as we could have. The Giants, who kind of got hot for a while, won four straight. Now have lost uh, two in a row, five and nine, uh, at the Baltimore Ravens, nine and five Baltimore Ravens. And, and the Ravens are 11-point favorite, over under a 45. And I like the over. I don't think this Ravens defense is quite as good as they got credit for earlier in the season. And I think the Giants defense is way better than a lot of us would believe for a five and nine team. Uh, they really got going hot there for a while, and, and they're pretty stout. This is one matchup where the Ravens do not have the better defense, in my opinion. Uh, one weak spot in, in these matchups is that the Baltimore Ravens have allowed the seventh most points to opposing running backs and the fifth most points to opposing receivers. But who scares you from the New York Giants' backfield? Is it, is it Gallman, Freddie Morris? So it's not too exciting of a matchup. However, uh, on the receiver side, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, these guys have all been worth spot starts uh, here as we get deeper into this season. And if Daniel Jones is under center, they're all about two notches up. Uh, J.K., yeah, Scott Davis, J.K., we've been touting him all year. If I have him in lineups, I'm leaving him in. I don't care who they're playing. I love the talent. I love the little plays they run, little end around with, with the lead block and get him in between the D end and the outside guy. Those plays work with a guy that can explode like him. And, and taking over that job, Mark Ingram's kind of, you know, he's he's faded clear out of this offense altogether as they transition primarily to J.K. I just hope Gus the Bus doesn't vulture two more touchdowns from us on championship week for uh, some poor schmuck that threw him in a flex spot trying to get lucky. <clears throat> but uh, I'm playing J.K., JK probably Lamar in most cases, but this is a game where I would consider my options. Uh, if you have another quarterback that has a better matchup, I may fade Lamar Jackson uh, just, but, like I said, pending what your other options are, uh, the Giants' defense has had some nice outings against quarterbacks. What do you got, Kev? Uh, 
Can't hear you, Kev. Come on up, buddy. Can you hear me? Okay. Not very well. Be quiet. What do you got for us, Tom? Yeah, so I, I will say uh, this Giants defense, not as bad as uh, you know a lot of people think they are. Um, yeah, they do give up some points, but when it comes to quarterbacks allowing the third least points, um, you know, middle of the road as far as, you know, running backs go and, um, you know, kind of top third, uh, really even top 10 against receivers and tight ends. So Let me ask you something, Tom. When yeah. you look at that, you know, I looked at the Giants stats and kind of studying them earlier tonight. I feel like some of the the stats were the kind of middle of the road is because their offense has been shaky, and the other team are get, they're getting so many opportunities that a certain amount of stats have to build up. But if this team was healthy on offense, where do you think this defense would rank? I think they'd be a lot higher ranked unit. I think we'd be talking about them a lot more. Yeah, I think this could be like a top tier defense across the board, pretty much at least statistically, if the offense was stronger. I mean, you think about the fact that. You know, if your offense is stalling out at the 25, 30 yard line every single drive or most drives, you know, you're relying on your punter to flip field, which, hey guys, punters are people too, right? <laughs> Flipping the field is important though, because, uh, you know, if, if you're getting a short field every single time, you're able to put it in for more touchdowns against them and it's going to, you know, the, the defensive stats are going to suffer because of it. Um, you know, you'll get a team like uh, the Eagles, for instance. I'm, you know, if you listen to the show, you probably know I'm, I'm a big Eagles fan. Uh, you know, we were pretty fortunate having, uh, you know, less than stellar offense, but a pretty good punter. So early in the season, our defense was one of the top ranked defenses because we were able to pin people back and keep people, you know, they, they had to drive the length of the field every time. So we weren't getting scored on every single drive, at least. Um, but, uh, you know, looking at this game, I would say I would think to fade Lamar Jackson when possible. I think he nailed that one, Billy. Um, I mean, you look at the last few weeks. Last week was the first time he's had over 200 yards in four or five weeks now, uh, you know, passing. That's not good. Like, yeah, he's putting up fancy points, but it's simply because he's running for his life and he's been able to put up some touchdowns every couple weeks. Um, You know, Tennessee was uh, in week 11 – 186 passing yards, one passing touchdown, 51 rushing yards, 17 and a half points. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to play better ball than that. Um, so not necessarily big on Lamar. Um, and then even beyond him, J.K. Dobbins, uh, you know, against this defense. Bet Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Bet Fred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. 
Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Uh, I think he's probably going to be your best bet. Um, you know, probably one of the guys, to be honest, that um, if you're if you're looking for somebody in this game, is probably going to be one of the biggest studs, I guess. Um, and Scott Davis, you're right. It's the Madden curse for Lamar. Um, but for the Giants, Daniel Jones still questionable. Even if he plays, I don't have faith in him. The last time they brought him in, I believe they still brought in Colt McCoy at the end of the game because he got re-injured. Uh, Colt McCoy, though, throwing the ball, if he starts – Somebody you could think about in DFS, very cheap. Uh, he's going to be able to you know, put up some points for you in a, a QB2 or Superflex or, like I said, a DFS that's incredibly cheap. Um, you know, Beyond that, the Giants' defense de- or excuse me, offense doesn't necessarily excite me. Evan Ingram, questionable. Golden Tate, questionable. Darius Slayton, always uh, possible for a big play. So big play slay might be your best bet on that Giants offense this week. One thing about Evan Ingram, this guy's like third or fifth in the, I think he's third in the NFL in targets and like sixth or seventh in receptions, going to the Pro Bowl for the tight end position. But for a guy that got so many opportunities, really did not have much of an opportunity to do a whole lot with him. Uh, really looking forward to Daniel Jones next year being healthy in that offense. I, I think these weapons can make it go, and hey, Saquon's back. Yeah, I mean, hey, this could be a very good team next year. Like if you if you have the opportunity for dynasty, some of these Giants players could become very lucrative with Saquon back. Evan Ingram, we talked about him early this year, has the ability. Can he make use of it? It's been a mixed bag this year, um, and with a healthy Daniel Jones, it could get impressive, especially if they fix this offensive line uh, more. Uh, but that brings us into our next game here, rolling into the Bengals three and ten, going into Houston. The Texans four and ten. Um, you know, or excuse me, over under forty six points. Hmm. I think I'm going to take the under. Uh, both defenses playing okay ball. Neither offense is exceptional, at least as of late. Um, I mean. The, the worst part on this one is that Houston traded away all those picks to the Dolphins. And now the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken, have, what, the number six, number eight overall pick? And they're going to make the playoffs. They have two. Uh, you know, their team is very good now, and they have all of these picks. So uh, kind of an interesting one there. But uh, as far as this specific game goes, I mean, Deshaun Watson, we're all in on him. Um, Duke Johnson questionable. So if he is out, I'm in on David Johnson, just from having volume, you're going to get the touches at, at the running back position there. Um, and then the receiver position we've talked about before is just weird now. I mean, Brandon cook's really the only real receiver that you have that is healthy and is an NFL tier receiver. I mean, after him, you, know, you have Kiki Kuti is questionable, but then it's Chad Hansen, Isaiah Coulter, Coulter, whatever. Not pretty back there. Um, Cincinnati, on the other hand, regardless of who the quarterback is, Ryan Finley gave the Steelers 
Fitz last week. Um, you know, but whether it's him or Brandon Allen, I am in on T Higgins. Uh, if Tyler Boyd's active, I do love Tyler Boyd. Uh, always big on him. Uh, Fading AJ Green as always. Um, you know, that's about it for me on this one. Billy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, kind of aligned with you. Uh, you know, don't get too excited about the Bengals getting that W this week. This is much more of a situation that the Steelers need to evaluate uh, themselves down the stretch of the season. That looks like a team that's in trouble once the playoffs start. I mean, they could be end up matched up with the Colts, the Bills, and one of these teams is going to run these guys uh, right out of the right out of the building, and uh, it's not going to be pretty if they don't get it fixed. But uh, the Bengals are not improving. Gio Bernard is a start for me this week against the Texans defense. Been a lot, among the league's worst um, run defenses from the start of the season, and you know it's just kind of continued. And so is T. Higgins is a start for me too. This guy had a really awesome rookie year, and he's kind of taken taken over as that number one receiving option in this offense. And I feel like he can do it without Tyler Boyd. And we had a little bit of an AJ Green sighting. Uh, with a third-string quarterback, no one, uh, you know, throw it at your big dogs. So I, I don't hate the Bengals in this matchup. I just I, the Texans are a lot better team than the Steelers right now. Uh, maybe the record doesn't show it, but I, I'd much rather see Ben Roethlisberger get off the bus and, and walk onto my field than Deshaun Watson on a given day. Uh, Deshaun Watson should have led the the, te- the Texans to two wins over the Colts. They were in the red zone right at the end of the game, turnovers both times in one possession ball games. This Texans team. Is very close to being a very good team if they had any defense at all and kept some of the guys healthy. I mean, what if Will Fuller doesn't doesn't get popped for PEDs and he's still on the field? One of his best seasons yet, uh, and and Deshaun Watson was reaping the benefits of him being healthy. Uh, th- this Texans defense can kick it up a notch. On the Texans side, I'm, I'm starting Deshaun and probably Brandon Cooks. I just don't think the Bengals are you know really going to stop him. He gets a lot of targets, so you know six catch day. Uh, is not out of the question for Brandon Cooks, and that's probably on the low side. Uh, DJ has definitely flexed consideration. I know our boy Chris Pinto is not here to help us uh, talk about my Iowa boy uh, from the University of Northern Iowa, but uh, receiving numbers last week, 11 receptions for over 100 yards. Hey, I'll take that, especially if Duke Johnson uh, is not going to play. Uh, David Johnson's going to get all of that work. So, And David Johnson's proven that he can be a – Pretty effective pass catcher. He used to line up in the slot when he was in Arizona. He didn't lose all of that ability, even though he's maybe a step slower than he used to be. But I like the Texans minus eight, and I'm going to take the over uh, on the 46 because I think the Texans could get into the 30-point range themselves, and I think the Bengals could make some noise late. What do you think, Kev? Well, the question I'm going to be asking about as far as this game is concerned is I have Deshaun Watson as my quarterback, my Clemson boy, and I also have Justin Herbert on my squad. So which one of those guys am I going to start? Both. I don't think there's a wrong answer either way. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's going to get it done. And uh, I like uh, Kiki Kote. I guess that's how you say his name. I like him. And... Uh, I like if they can throw the ball to uh, Daly, and because uh, he's been his strongest, he was a good pass catcher. So I'm going to go with that. As far as the Bengals are concerned, I'm I'm fading them all. I'm not starting any of them. Maybe T. Higgins, like you said, Billy, but I'm not really big on any of those guys. I think the Texans do win this game pretty handily, and uh, you know their their highlight was last week. 
and they beat the Steelers. So, you know, they can pretty much sit on the bus the whole rest of the season. So I'm going with the Texans. Probably going to go with the under, though. And uh, that's pretty much what I got on them. I like it. I don't disagree with any of that, Kev. I think those are some good points, but uh, I think that takes us into the next game here. What do you got? Broncos and Chargers, right? Yep, we got the Broncos. We got the Chargers. Chargers playing at home. And uh, as I just mentioned earlier about uh, Justin Herbert, and uh, he's your rookie of the year, fantasy-wise. Maybe the rookie of the year in the entire NFL. And uh, if you happen to be one of those fortunate guys that picked him up off the wire, which I did do, and uh, except for against New England, we can't blame a rookie for getting smashed by New England. Besides that, he has brought it home week after week after week after week. So if you got him, of course, you're going to start him. And uh, it's, what's going on with, with Denver? You know, you one week they're out there throwing the ball over the place against Carolina, and the next week you don't know what's going on with them. And uh, I've tried. I've really tried to be in on Drew Locke. I just can't see it happening. And um, and uh, I tried to be, you know, go along with my, my friend Ryan, with Philip Lindsay, but, you know, he's just falling off. He, he, he's going over the side, so. I'm not big on him. I'm not big on Melvin Gordon. And uh, as far as anyone, there's been no consistency on the, on the Broncos side of the ball on their offense. And uh, their defense hasn't played well of late either. So uh, I think I'm going with the Chargers on this one at home and be uh, handily. And uh, that's the way I'm going to go with that one. What do you think, Billy? Um, I guess I'm throwing it to you, Tom. No problem. Oh, yeah, Sorry. All good, yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, this Broncos offense has been one of the most inconsistent teams in the league, I think. Um, Drew Locke, I'm still on, in on him long-term this season. Obviously not the answer, but, I mean, looking at, you know, the, overall this year, he did have three games where he crushed it, weeks 8, 9, and 14 you know, 20 plus points, uh, you know, one of them at 30 there in week nine. Other weeks, though, not so great. He's in, you know, single digits or very, very, very low, you know, the 11, 12, 13 range. Um, I, I can't tell you what it is that's kind of hindering him. I don't know if it's some of the injuries around them. I mean, obviously, their defense was absolutely obliterated. Uh, but I don't know if it was losing, you know, Cortland Sutton. You lose that kind of veteran or more veteran receiver. You're kind of left out there with a bunch of rookies and, you know, albeit great ones, but Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, guys that don't have a ton of experience in this league uh, to kind of help them out. Um, you know, running back, I don't know. Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, it, it's, it's one of those running back by committees where, you almost thought that this was going to be like the Browns where it's a Kareem Hunt and, you know, Nick Chubb situation, maybe not quite that level, but similar in that, uh, you know, they're great players, you know, two guys that are going to be able to just wear defenses out, but they haven't done it. There hasn't been a single week that I've seen at least where they were able to <laughs> turn football and maybe their offensive line isn't good enough for that. That is a possibility. Um, you know, on the other side there, the chargers, Justin Herbert, H God, whatever you want to call him, like you said, Kev, 
very close, you know, to being rookie of the year, um, you know, at least uh, AFC rookie of the year. Um, Justin Jefferson probably on the other side. Fantasy-wise, I think, you know, somebody did mention it earlier, James Robinson might be the, uh, you know, fantasy rookie of the year, though, uh, might might take that one. Uh, but I do love uh, Justin Herbert. Um, I'm in on him. I'm in on, uh, you know, pretty much anybody on the Chargers in this game. De- you know, Denver just doesn't look good. Billy? Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Yeah, I'm with you. Coming into the year, we were all kind of excited about what the Broncos could do in this division and what we thought they would turn into a young team that lost some close games with an explosive offense is exactly what the Chargers ended up doing. So totally a flip, flipping of the script as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Herb God, I mean, this this kid, if you haven't had a chance to just sit down and watch a Chargers game, this guy is going to be uh, really good. Uh, he's already really good. and He's going to be good for a long time. It's going to be really fun in this division if the Chargers can get quit getting bitten by the injury bug. Uh, Derwin James, some of these guys missing time really have hampered that defense. Uh, but, man, uh, I, I just love this guy. Uh, on the Broncos' ball, I mean, we saw um, we saw Melvin Gordon have a couple touchdowns last week, but he's been really, really hit or miss. He's one of those guys that I'm considering my other options, maybe flex consideration, but I'm not real confident leaning against them against this Chargers defense. They, they're, they're good. They're tough, uh, you know. Noah Fant, I'm starting. The guy's big time. When he's healthy and he's playing, uh, you know, he's been relatively uh, consistent. And uh, the receiving threat for the Broncos, he's the only guy that week in, week out gets what, you know, what he should. We've seen Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and, you know, a couple other guys. KJ Hamler's had a sighting or two lately. So the passing game for the Broncos, I'm really just avoiding it outside of Noah Fant in my tight end position. On the Chargers side of the ball, Austin Eckler is a really good option. He's another one of those guys that could get double-digit receptions coming out of the backfield for the Chargers. Anytime you can get that kind of production from a guy, it's really hard to sit him, regardless of what the rushing numbers look like. And, and, and a guy like Eckler, he's he's a you know due any day to have one of those huge games that you just can't can't predict. And you know, and maybe this week, and you guys that were able to hold on to him all year, it's probably going to pay off for you. Uh, win these divisional games, progress. They're trying to keep their head coach, Anthony Lynn, uh, in, in L.A. with them. So uh, as far as the Chargers goes, is Keenan Allen going to be healthy? That's big uh, for that offense. Mike Williams banged up. But we saw a plethora of these younger receivers uh, really play well last week for the Chargers. So, uh, you know, do, do a little bit of looking into them if you're in a spot that you really need a guy. Uh, they, they've had some guys uh, really look good. Um, so, I mean, as far as that goes, Justin Jackson, I'm probably avoiding, you know, having to plug him in. If you're looking at him, you're in a really rough spot anyway, more than likely. Um, but uh, give me the Chargers in this game. I think they win it handedly. And I'll take over on the 48 and a half because the Broncos are one of those teams that, you know, they can play up to snuff and they can score some points as well. Yeah, definitely don't disagree with you. Chargers in this one, I think they take it pretty handily. Um, but we're going to do our second of three giveaways tonight, guys. The next one here is from Kong Beer Bong 
one of the newer sponsors to Belly Up. They have the Kong 2.0. If you guys aren't familiar with Kong Beer Bong, make sure you check them out. Um, they are amazing. Uh, but giving away the Kong 2.0, hit the randomizer here. And our winner for giveaway number two is Ken Nutter. So Ken Nutter, make sure you shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter to Belly Up Fantasy Live. Uh, we'll get your information, get that sent out to you. Um, thanks to our sponsors here. Just want to you know say a quick thank you. Um, I mean, we got a lot of people that have helped us out with putting the show on all year, um, both our sponsors and uh, you know beyond the four of us that generally do this, guys like Kevin. Uh, you know, we had Kai on here uh, the other week. We had uh, Mike. We had um, Travis. We've you know we've had a lot of people on that have helped us out. And we just want to thank everyone for joining us for watching. Uh, and helping us succeed in our first uh, first full season of this. Uh, so, Billy, I believe that takes us into our next matchup of the week. Yeah, we got a not real interesting matchup with the Carolina Panthers at four to six at four and ten. Sorry, heading north to Washington to play the football team at a reeling uh, six and eight with probably Dwayne Haskins uh, back under center. Uh, from his strip club debacle. So we'll, I'll be interested to see how that distraction works out for him. Is he going to be uh, motivated or is he going to be you know, down in the dumps and not playing well? Washington minus two and a half. I'm actually going to take Carolina. Uh, I like Washington's defense a lot, but I don't, like the, I don't like the Washington football team without Alex Smith. I just think that he brings a certain poise to this offense. Uh, Anthony Gibson's you know, missing time still here. So the running game hasn't been what it is, and that's just a really big threat in that offense. It allows Terry McLaurin to really kind of do his thing. We haven't seen a lot of him either. So I'll take Carolina plus two and a half, and I'll, I'll take the under at 44 and a half, which is pretty low anyway, so they're kind of teasing you to go that way. But just looking at what Teddy Bridgewater has done this year, having a career year, back-to-back games over 250 without a touchdown pass, I think that changes this week. And one thing, he's been getting sacked lately, seven sacks in the last two games with playing Washington – that's a really hairy situation. I think they find a way to alleviate that, get Mike Davis back involved in the passing game. And if you looked, uh, looked, saw them at all last week, DJ Moore, that guy's back. He's healthy, and when he's healthy, they're electric. He, he almost ripped off a couple big plays, uh, didn't quite get, uh, get away from the secondary, but at any moment that guy could take any pass to the house, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be getting the ball out of his hands quickly. For those receivers to make him play, uh, make plays, uh, you know, short passes, five turns into 70 with some of these guys sometimes. So uh, give me the Panthers in a, in a kind of a fun but not interesting game at the same time. What do you got, Kevin? Well, as far as the Panthers are concerned, I, I really want to like Teddy. and uh, But the problem is CMC, I don't want to hear his name again the whole rest of the year. You guys that are in playing in our belly up fantasy uh, dynasty league know I had the first pick in the draft. What did I take? TMC, and then went down to what after that. So, uh, um, if you got uh, Mike Davis, you might want to play him. I don't know because Washington is really, really tough on defense. You might have noticed that they uh, held my Seahawks at 20 points this past week. And uh, I think you're totally correct, Billy, as far as their Washington offense that Smith made such a difference in how they play. And uh, with Antonio down, you know, he was huge, but he's down. 
And uh, see, the cat agrees with me. I don't know if you heard that or not. But uh, uh, I don't think that I'm going to really be involved in too much of this game whatsoever. And uh, I'm going to stay away from it pretty much. And uh, more, as you said, Billy, all of a sudden showed up. And uh, he's on the team, so I appreciated him doing that. But I think that the Washington defense can, can pretty much shut that down. So it's not a game that I'm very excited about. And uh, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, definitely not super excited, at least from a fantasy perspective. Um, I will say, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, quick bragging moment. I've been big on him all season. Um, currently sitting at the QB 17 uh, just because he did miss uh, one or one or two games. Um, but if you actually look at average points per game in games played, uh, Teddy Bridgewater sitting at 15th um, and actually two spots above him. Again, missed you know quite a few weeks, but Gardner Minshew at 13. Quick note there that I did find. Um, but no, it's against this defense. I don't anticipate Teddy Bridgewater having a great game. Um, I think he's going to get shut down along with pretty much their entire passing game. Um, and unfortunately, because of that, it's going to be a, uh, you know, a, a low scoring game for Carolina. They're not going to get the opportunity to run the ball very much. So even Mike Davis, I'm not huge on him. Fading pretty much everyone on the Panthers this week. Washington, on the other hand, uh, you know, the Panthers defense, not bad, kind of middle of the road against quarterbacks. Uh, pretty tough against receivers, give up some points against the tight end. So um, if Gibson can play, uh, absolutely in on him. But if he can't, I am 110% starting up J.D. McKissick because if he is the only one in that backfield against this defense, yeah. it's going to be a big week. Yeah, Carolina allowing the eighth most points to running backs. So I think this could be a huge week for him, especially if he has the backfield to himself. Um, and then Logan Thomas, I think, uh, you know, we've seen him have some breakout weeks. He, uh, it's either all Logan or nothing. Thomas. Yep, exactly. It's all or nothing with Logan Thomas, it seems like. And I think that this is one of those weeks where we could see uh, all. So uh, definitely big on on both of those guys. Uh, but I believe that takes us into the next game of the week. Not a pretty one. Last place and second to last place in the NFC East, but both still in the playoff hunt. The Eagles four nine and one going into Dallas. The Cowboys five and nine. Oh God, this is just going to be painful to watch. Um, I mean, here's the thing: we all know Jalen Hurts playing in Philadelphia right now. Um, let's be honest; he's playing decent ball. He is, um, but from a fantasy perspective, do I trust him? It, it's hard to say. I do even against the Dallas defense. Um, you know. This this Eagles offense is not pretty. Um, you know they've started to use Miles Sanders more, um, but not to the extent that you know he's that top you know first round or you know number one running back that you wanted him to be this year. Um, Jalen Rager questionable going into this game, and even he's kind of been tough to rely on all year. We've been hoping for him to have a breakout. Haven't really seen anything crazy from him. Greg Ward, a, a decent option when nobody else is really out there with him just because he's getting touches. Um, but when you have other players out there, you know he, he's not seeing the volume you need. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, I'm not touching. Travis Fulgham, unfortunately not touching because they have eliminated him from this team. Um, and beyond that, it, it, Dallas Goddard may be the only person on the Eagles that I would think about touching. 
Uh, Dallas, on the other hand, uh, against this Eagles defense, um, Zeke questionable. Um, honestly, if if I were a betting man, I would hope that he doesn't play, and I would play Tony Pollard. Uh, I'd rather have Tony Pollard starting than Ezekiel Elliott right now. Zeke has not looked good. He's got butterfingers. He's dropping the ball. Uh, it's not pretty. Um, Andy Dalton throwing the ball, <clears throat> excuse me, fairly well. Um, you know enough that I would look at pretty much any of the the three receivers there in Lamb, uh, Gallup, or uh, Amari Cooper. You know I think that they're going to have a big game against this Eagles defense, especially as banged up as it's been lately. Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm rolling with Jalen Hurts in my dynasty league championship game because he voted last week and got me there. So I'm kind of QB poor. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. One more week. Well, I guess they're Dallas this week, so that maybe that well. Uh, but I, I like what I've seen out of Jalen Hurts. He's playing good football, uh, but I'm with you. Uh, no Jalen Rieger, no Alshon for me. There's not really anybody in this passing game that you're really super excited about plugging into your lineup outside of Dallas Goddard, like you said. That might be the only guy that I'm actually looking to start in this matchup. Miles Sanders, I have him in a few spots. And, man, he's just been a frustrating guy to own. But I'm really hoping that the Jalen Hurts under center kind of keeps him uh, with a higher floor than we've seen. So not real excited about the Eagles. You just don't know. You just don't know. And uh, But I am rolling with Hurts in a championship game, a dynasty league, like I said, because, hey, he got me there. So let's see if he can stay hot and uh, finish off the ship for me. On the other side of the ball, Andy Dalton's not really played up to what we thought he might fill in, uh, but this Dallas team has kind of been a mess. I mean, not, not surprisingly. Uh, they do the whole McCarthy thing where we get behind and see if we can catch up thing a lot. You know, without Aaron Rodgers, that doesn't work very well very often. Uh, I do think Amari Cooper bounces back. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, you have to play. Uh, Michael Gallup is a real shot in the dark week to week. Uh, but if Amari Cooper has got you, got you worried, I mean, play your studs. This is championship week. This guy's a big-time player, and, and divisional matchup, these guys tend to get up for a little bit more. And I, I kind of hope Zeke doesn't play because somebody who has Tony Pollard uh, plugged him in last week, picked him up off the waiver wire, got a big win. You want to ride that guy. That's a hot hand. That guy wants to play. And if you saw his chain, uh, you know, the Snickers chain, the guy's hungry. He runs hard for a small guy, and I like what he can do in the passing game too, and they seem to like him quite a bit. So, I really like Pollard in this matchup. I think the Eagles can be had and, uh, you know, play your studs. But, oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the, the under on this game. I could just see it turning out to be a little bit of a stink fest. 49 and a half is getting up there a little bit. You know, 21-17, 24-17 ball game uh, could definitely be in the mix here. But what do you got, Kev? Well, I'm with you, Billy. Uh Hurts turned me completely around in Philly or against the Arizona last Uh Everybody was like, well, can he throw the football? We threw 334 yards. So that settles that whole argument right there. And uh, so I'm starting him. I recommended picking him up if you need a quarterback. So if you do, pick him up. And uh, as far as the other field, you know, players, I'm not big on any of those. Uh, maybe Sanders, if they can figure out how to get him involved, as he should be, as he should have been all season. And uh, I'm with you also on Pollard, Billy. Uh, Zeke, to me, is the most disappointing player in all of fantasy football. And uh, 
I'm glad I didn't pick him. I picked Barkley. As you know, that didn't work out very well either. Uh, he got hurt in the game. But anyway, Zeke, he's been disappointing. Even, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, when Dak went down, I'm going to be man. Well, he wasn't. And so, uh, you know, I'm here in Dallas area, so I know, you know, I heard all that stuff, what he was talking about, so I'm not going to do any of that. And uh, But I am all in Pollard. And uh, if you saw that touchdown run that he put into the end zone at the end of the almost the fourth quarter the other day, uh, he even when Zeke was around, he was was producing um, with him. And uh, but that's all I'm going to play as far as on the Dallas sideline is uh, I think Philly's got a better defense. People give them credit for. So I'm going. It's in one of those games where it might be something like nine to three at halftime, something like that. So that's where I'm going to on that and uh, avoid everybody else on both teams. Yeah, I think you nailed it on Zeke. I think that you're right. He is probably the most disappointing fantasy pick of the year, uh, specifically that's non-injury related. You know, you have, like you said, Saquon, guys like that that you that's picked right. and yeah. would be great. You get hurt, it happens. Say, you know, Christian McCaffrey, same thing. He's only played, what, three or four games this year, but it's injury related. You can't do anything about it. Zeke is just playing bad football. You got to hate that. Uh, but that takes us into our next yeah, match. I'm all in with you. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Real quick, we got three games left. After that last game, we we're giving away our last uh, giveaway of the night. It's the big one, the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. So make sure, if you haven't already, uh, tag two people in the comments below. Uh, make sure you're following us on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and just watch live. We're almost uh, wrapped up here. Like I said, giving away that big one uh, from our biggest sponsor, Manscaped, right at the end here, guys. Uh, so, Kev, Rams and Seahawks, what do you got on this one? Well, anybody that's uh, followed me at all knows that I'm all in on the Hawks. i got my Hawks shirt going on right here. So, uh, but I'm going to start on the other side with the Rams. It's unfortunate Cam Akers is out. And, uh, he had really taken hold of that running back spot. And uh, Henderson, I guess, is next man up. I'm not on him. And uh, if you've got uh, any of the Rams wide receivers, Woods, Cup, start. And uh, the Seahawk defense has played better of late. They're not the disaster that they were early on in the season. But uh, I think the Rams can move the football against them. And uh, not as good – is a couple of days ago when they had a they can move the ball. And, of course, if you're on the Seahawks side, you don't overthink it. Russell Wilson must start. Got to put him in. Uh, they're pass catchers. You got to catch, you know, DK, start. And uh, but the only ones you wouldn't start to me are the tight ends. Well, that's been pretty much the, the – the topic all season long. What kind of tight end are we going to have? Because they've all pretty much sucked all the way around. So, but tight ends, um, and that's, uh, I'm seeing a game in Seattle, an original game, and uh, the Rams helped Hawks by somehow losing to the Jets. That's the most. That's got to be the biggest shocker. Maybe you can think of a bigger upset, but I can't off the top of my head think about that right here. That that helps out the Seahawks. They win. 
they 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 clinched the division, and uh, I think the Seahawks are going to show up. Their offense has not been what it was earlier on in the season, but uh, I think that all comes together, and uh, so I'm all in on Seattle. Of course, how could I not be? And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. What do you got, huh? Yeah, um, honestly, kind of on the other hand with Seattle, I am not big on this week. I, I know it's Russell Wilson. I know it's DK Metcalf. I know it's Tyra Lockett. This Rams defense is real. I know they just lost to the Jets. I get it. They're Knowing the guys that they have on that team, I mean, Aaron Donald, um, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, Jordan Fuller, they're going to be coming out looking for blood. They want revenge. They're pissed. They're going to shut down this Seahawks offense, um, which I know it's hard to believe, but it, and maybe not shut down, but slow them enough that it's not really worth you know keeping them in there. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson, yeah, it's going to be hard to bench him, but if you have another option that's anywhere close, I'm putting somebody else in. Uh, as far as L.A. goes, definitely a shame that Cam Akers is out. Uh, you know, he finally – kind of took over in that running back by committee and was the lead guy that was, you know, really pushing. Um, so definitely shame to see him down. Henderson, probably the next man up might see a bit of Malcolm Brown as well, but I don't trust either one enough to start. Um, you know, and Seattle, the one thing they've done best this year, aside from, you know, guarding tight ends is just, you know, simply stopping the run. They're kind of middle of the pack enough that neither of these guys are enticing enough for me. Um, passing the ball for LA though, Jared Goff going to throw well, uh, and you're going to see cup and woods getting a lot of touches here. Um, like you said, Kev Higby Everett and, uh, any of the 17 tight ends out in Seattle out on those guys though. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you guys. I think that jets lost by the Rams last week was them kind of looking forward to this matchup against the Seahawks. I mean, in their mind, this should be a matchup of two ten and four teams jostling for you know the division lead and a playoff spot, essentially a home playoff game. But they blew it, uh, overlooking them. So this game becomes more important uh, for the Rams than it even was uh, you know a week prior. So I'm with you guys on that. I think the Rams defense is going to flex here. Uh, Seattle's offense has not been playing well. We're back to Chris Carson being questionable. And uh, when he's firing all cylinders, that running game's going. Russell Wilson's been great. Without that running game, I've said it numerous times, Russell Wilson just has not been the same guy. Six consecutive games under 300 yards, that just uh, doesn't seem right for him. He's only had two games during that span where he threw multiple touchdown passes. So we've really seen the, you know, the receiving game really back off with them as we got deeper in the season and they battled injuries in the backfield. So – just the timing, the Rams, the need. I like the Rams in this one. And the Debra Henderson, Malcolm Brown, two-headed monster in the backfield has been lucrative. Malcolm Brown's been punched in some touchdowns. He's been playable many a times this year. So if you're in a deep league or you need a flex guy, uh, he's a guy you can pull off your waivers that's going to get some work, especially with only two running backs in that offense. Really kind of a bummer that Cam Makers can't uh, you know, continue as he took over this job out of the bye week. He's really looked, looked good. He's another guy on that Jonathan Taylor uh, J.K. Dobbins list for us. That could have been a league winner, but unfortunately we're going to miss out on that. But I think Goff gets going here. Cooper Cup's been quiet for a while. I think he has a big game against the Seahawks secondary, who is getting just absolutely demolished by every wide receiver they saw uh, to open the year. Now, to Kevin's point, they have improved. 
They have kind of gotten back in that medium range, but these Rams know how to score against the Seahawks, and I think they do uh, just to make things muddy for the playoff race. Uh, I like that kind of thing. So give me the Rams. Uh, they're point and a half underdog, uh, over under 47 and a half. I'm going to take the under uh, just because I think the Rams defense is going to be motivated, and they need them if they're going to win this game, guys. You guys got anything else on that one? No, but I think we know somebody that likes to motivate and get people. All I'm say is Boo Bopia, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, our next uh, sponsor, big one. This game here is going to wake you up. Invader Coffee likes to help us wake up too. Our newest sponsor and our partner, Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no BS and no filler. Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality, organic, air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you the value you deserve from your morning boost. 100% organic coffee beans from free trade farms, 100% air-roasted, 100% 100% money-back guarantee, and if you use our promo code BELLYUP, you'll save 15% on your purchase with Invader Coffee. So, coffee lover in your life, you know, check them out, give them a look. This is a big game, you guys. Uh, both teams falling out of control right now and have some pretty fun stuff going on. The 10-4 Titans visiting the uh, the Frozen Tundra at Lambeau Field, the 11-3 division-leading one-seed Packers. Uh, Packers are a three and a half point favorite with an over under of 56. This is a really fun game. We've got King Henry doing his thing, and we've got Aaron Rodgers doing his thing at the quarterback position on the other side of the field. His third season of 40 plus touchdowns, the only man to ever do that. And I'm I'm hoping that uh, Derrick Henry can get over that 2,000 yard mark. I think the Titans would probably be the only team to ever have two guys to do that. That'd be kind of cool, interesting, but. The Titans defense, they're the bottom 10 in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. Not a good matchup if you're going into Lambeau. Visiting Lambeau uh, makes the the Packers quite a different task. So Packers, Packers, Packers for me. I'm calling it this week. Alan Lazard will win you your fantasy title if you have a spot to plug him in. Coming out of the year is incredible. Week one, week two, early in that offense. He's finally getting back to form. And MVS started to kind of break out there. So I, I think Alan Lazard is a great spot start here. Just a guy that I love, the talent. He's a five-star wide receiver, big body, 6'5", big hands, and uh, a physical guy. If, if the pack or the Titans are going to have a chance in this one, it's going to be on the on the back of Tannehill's efficiency. We know that uh, Derrick Henry is going to get his carries. He's going to get his yards. But, but can Green Bay contain him? That brings in the play-action passing game that Tannehill has just been killing it with uh, all year. I mean, this guy's... This guy has, uh, you know, eight touchdowns over his last three games, and just most of these games are not a lot of attempts. He's going deep. A.J. Brown, Johnny Smith has been productive. Corey Davis, I told you to start him last week, cut a long touchdown. These guys have just the right weapons, and they're, they're getting things together. They lost Taylor Lewan, kind of stumbled through the middle of the season. These Titans are back on track. This is a really good team. But I'll take the Packers at home in this one. What do you got, Kev? Well, I think that uh, yeah. offense, 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 offense in this one. And uh, I'm totally with you, Billy. Uh, as far as Lazard, get him, start him. Because, yeah, he's on the waiver wire in quite a few leagues. And uh, so I think that you should get him if you can and start him. Uh, Tanyan is a, a tight end 
that uh, I have ridden you know, for the most of the season, and he has shown up some games. He's disappeared some games. I think this is a game where he's going to show up big. And uh, as far as the uh, on the Titans side, we all saw what Dalvin Cook did against his Packers defense a couple of weeks ago. He ran down and forward and backwards and everybody was reckon on him. So uh, he's in a really good spot if you're in the championship and got him as your running back. You're in great shape. And I'm also with you, Billy, on uh, Tannehill. Uh, people were like, well, last year, Raj, I don't know if I should trust him or not. He has shown that he is a trustworthy quarterback. And uh, going against uh, the Packers defense, I'm all in on him. And so uh, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, in on all of them. So if you got him, start him. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I love Derrick Henry in this matchup. Packers are giving up the sixth most points against running backs. Excuse me, fifth most points against running backs. Um, my only concern is if Aaron Rodgers is able to start throwing the ball early, which with, uh, you know, taking a look at the Packers here, Aaron Jones is questionable. If he is all banged up, they might lean on throwing the ball more early in the game to try and just build a lead and then hand off the ball to you know, AJ Dillon to kind of ice the game here. So if that's the case, does Derrick Henry kind of get knocked out of this game earlier than you, you know, you kind of hope he does. Um, and he can't really get the, you know, the touches that you need. So that's my concern with it. I still think Derrick Henry a good play. Tannehill, though, I think like Billy said, you're going to see him throwing the ball a bit here, using his arm. Uh, A.J. Brown, a good play here. And even, um, I hate to say it because he's burned me a lot this year, Johnny Smith, um, somebody that we could see have some success this week. So, uh, Going to be an interesting one regardless. I do think the Packers pull it out. Um, but I don't even know on a three-and-a-half-point spread if that's going to be uh, you know far enough. It might be a one- or two-point game here. So we'll see what happens, though. But I believe, boys, that brings us to our last game uh, and last call, guys. Make sure you tag two people in the chat for your chance at the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. So you can get all of your trimming, shaving, manscaping needs. Uh, but last game of the week is the Bills 11-3 and going into New England. The Patriots are 6-8. and eight. Uh, I'll be honest, Cam sucks. I've said it a million times. I'm going to keep saying it on this show over and over and over and over. Cam Newton's not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. I, I'm not even sorry. He's just not. He's not good. Uh, I mean, yeah, you look at the last few weeks. I mean, last week, uh, you know, against Miami, 209 yards, no touchdowns, 38 rushing yards, no touchdowns. I mean, he he hasn't had a rushing touchdown in two weeks. That was against the Chargers two weeks ago. Uh, you know, in week 13, he had two rushing touchdowns. Didn't have one the week before. That was really what was keeping him fantasy relevant was those rushing touchdowns where he was able to score a quick, you know, six points. Uh, and kind of keep himself up in the high teens, low 20s. He's not even doing that lately in any sort of consistent basis, so I can't trust him. He's not throwing the ball well. Um, you know, with that being said, I am fading the majority of the Patriots team because I don't think that they're going to you know succeed against the Bills here. Uh, Damian Harris 
banged up still. So it's going to be Sony Michelle and James White going, but I don't know that either one really is able to kind of uh, you know, get enough touches here against Buffalo to make it you know relevant. I think Buffalo is getting ahead early, so Josh Allen's going to be throwing the ball early, scoring points. Uh, you know, Stephon Diggs a little banged up, but I still think he'll he's going to play. You're going to see points from him uh, and Cole Beasley going to go off in the slot. Uh, so make sure if you have a bill, you're starting him. Scott Davis said Wentz is better. I absolutely agree. Wentz is better. Billy, what do you got? So this Patriots team, you know, typically this is a team where we think defense, especially lately, they're number two in least points allowed to the quarterback position and wide receiver position. However, they've allowed the fourth most points to running backs over the last four weeks. That's a that's that's pretty good situation for the Bills. However, another thing, no Stephon Gilmore. That's a big piece of this Patriots uh, secondary holding down quarterbacks and wide receivers. I think Stephon Diggs, who is questionable but is expected to play, has a monster day. He's already has a career high in catches, yards. And he's only four touchdowns away with two games to play from getting you know his career high with nine touchdowns. So I think he gets three of those. This week, Stephon Diggs is an absolute league winner for you. Play him this week. No Stephon Gilmore. Who's guarding Stephon Diggs man-to-man? To man? Nobody that I'm too excited about seeing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. J.P. Jackson? Yeah. Here's the thing. John Brown's back, baby. Is he? Another, another weapon. I, I just don't think it's going to be – he's going to be able to be on Diggs all day long. And with the running backs position scoring against the Patriots – the, the Bills have two good quarterbacks, two good running backs. I'm sorry, in the, you know, in their backfield with Singletary and Moss that have been playing better as of late. Josh Allen's out of control. I think they roll the Patriots in this game with no Stephon Gilmore, and I, I just think it's not going to be pretty. I don't want to play any Patriots in this game uh, at all, uh, as far as the offensive side of the ball. All Bills all the way, seven point favorite. I'll take it, and I'll take the under. I don't think the Patriots score much. What do you think, Kevin? I'm with you all the way on that one, Billy. Uh, Cam Newton has not been fantasy relevant for months. So, and uh, only for me, I dropped just quite a long time ago. So, as you can tell, that worked out really well for me. And uh, I really, really would like to like Damian Harris. But as you said, you know, he's probably not going to play. So, they're going to leave all – all. here we are towards the end of the season. Who would be in that no Patriots would be – none, none of them were starting, none of them. And on the Buffalo side, as you said, Billy, Stephon Diggs, uh, even though it's on a Monday night, if you got Stephon Diggs, you're going to play him, you're going to start him. It's going to be big. And uh, Josh Allen, as you said, is, he's been just going crazy. So – if you got that combination, there's no reason, whatever, to shy away from that now. So I'm all with them. And uh, pretty much what I have to say about that game. I love it, boys. And, hey, that's the last matchup we have this week. Uh, so just want to say thank you real quick to everybody that's been tuning in. Uh, you know, We appreciate everyone's support, like we said. Uh, they made us – a great first year for Belly Up Fantasy Live. We're excited to you know roll right into the preseason. There's gonna be the the uh, postseason and the off season here. Um, we will be you know keeping it going week uh, you know throughout the off season right up to the draft to the Super Bowl. 
uh, and into next season for for season two. Uh, so with that being said, we do have a couple people that had entered in their you know uh, comments to enter in for Manscaped. Um, one more 3.0. And after randomizing, the winner was Parker Ainsworth. Uh, so Parker, make sure you shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter at Belly Up Fantasy Live. Um, that way we can go ahead and get your address info, send you out your brand new lawnmower 3.0 so that you can get yourself all groomed up uh, you know, down there so that the ladies, the men, the whoever all can be uh, be all happy with you, right? So uh, with that being said, really quick, uh, obviously we don't have the brilliant Ryan Hicks with us this week. Uh, so unfortunately, we don't have the full update on the St. Jude Belly Up Bowl, but he is going to have that up on our site, uh, bellyupfantasysports.com. So make sure you check it out there. Uh, apologies to everyone in the uh, you know, Belly Up Bowl there uh, for not having all the full details on it. Uh, but make sure you check us out. We are going to be going for a season two of the Belly Up Fantasy uh, you know, St. Jude Bowl next year. Uh, going to be bigger and better. Uh, with that being said, guys, let them know where they can follow you at. What are you working on? Uh, Billy, what do you have going on? Yeah, I'll have your uh, championship edition of the Stardom Up uh, late this week, probably Saturday afternoon. Uh, really looking forward to getting that out for you. We've got some great stuff. And uh, look, look like uh, Tom said, look at us, Belly Up. We're going to do a lot of stuff uh, next year, a lot more than just a Belly Up Bowl, all different formats for you guys that like to play fantasy in all kinds of different ways. So we appreciate everybody's participation. It's a pretty smooth year considering uh, we threw it together late. Thanks for joining. And, Kev, hey, thanks, man, for joining us on Short Order tonight. We appreciate you. What do you got for us? Um, I'm just glad that uh, I could be here. And uh, uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm uh, Kevin62WILSA. So check me out over there. Uh, on me, uh, I've been writing the uh, we picked up articles, but as you know, that's ending as of this week. So I guess I'm going to be kind of a free agent. We'll see what uh, what I wind up doing with Belly Up Sports. But, you know, I'll be doing something, even though uh, fantasy football is getting over today. And we got basketball that is just firing up right now. So you might see some of that. Might see some – who knows what you'll see. But you'll definitely see. So please check me out. Uh, visit Belly Up Sports. There's a lot of content. It's all worth getting on there, checking it out. So I'm excited to be a part of it, and I want to say for having me on. Hey, happy to have you, Kev. Yeah, glad you're able to make it on this time. Um, definitely gonna have you on again here in the future. Um, yeah, make sure you follow me at Belly Up Tom on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know, it's probably some of the more interesting takes you'll see on the Eagles, and I'll die on my uh, on my takes. So uh, make sure you check me out there. Uh, at Belly Up Football, at Belly Up Fantasy, at Belly Up Sports. We have so much going on here at Belly Up. Um, fantasy, uh, you know, with Belly Up Fantasy Live, we have a basketball edition that just kicked off. Um, Belly Up Fantasy Live football edition, we will be keeping it going into the offseason. Like I said, uh, we're going to roll with it. We got a lot of content to cover, you know, from the end of this season into next, uh, getting you ready for drafts, uh, for the NFL draft, uh, you know, dynasty leagues. There's a lot going on. Um, and then, like I said, you know, belly up fantasy, we got multiple sports going here, basketball starting up, we got baseball and uh, pretty much anything you can imagine is coming. 
And Belly Up Football, we have a lot of new people coming in, a lot of new content that's non-fantasy related. Uh, if you're interested in that, I'm going to be looking at getting a non-fantasy podcast that's NFL specific going next year. Uh, so make sure you're following us uh, for all that good stuff coming. Um, but that'll do it for this week, guys. Again, to all the winners, thank you guys so much. Shoot us a message. We'll get your info and get all your prizes sent out. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much and have a great day. Good luck. You, you guys do the same. Merry Christmas. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.